Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. And if you would turn to Genesis chapter 8, Genesis chapter 8, first book of the Bible. We're looking at Noah inside the ark. We'll read verses 6 through 12. And at this time, let's, say, let's read this responsively. I'll read the first verse, and then we will alternate reading together verses. Genesis chapter 8, verse 6. And it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made, and he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Also he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her feet, and she returned unto him into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth, then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her unto, unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet other seven days. And again he sent forth the dove out of the, rock, of the ark. And the dove came in to him in the evening. And lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet other seven days. And he sent forth the dove, which returned not again unto him anymore. So we're going to speak this morning on the dove. The dove finding a place of rest. Finding a place of rest. And let's pray together. Father, we ask that the Spirit of God would speak to us as I speak forth the Word of God. May you speak through the Spirit and the people receive. And we ask this now, please, in Jesus' name. Amen. And thank you. You may be seated once again. The international sign of peace is the dove. And then we'll hear it said sometimes, you know, if you had some problems with someone and you want to make amends or try to reconcile, you'll say, I put an olive branch out to see if I could get some restoration. So the dove and the olive branch go hand in hand, and in this particular uh, case, we find this in the ark, when the dove came back from looking for a place for the sole of her feet, she came back. The After the flood, there was an olive leaf plucked off in her mouth, and she's showing it to Noah, and Noah sees and understands and realizes, yes, the waters are abating, we're going to be out of here soon, we'll get to uh, live on dry land once again. But where did this come from about the dove of peace? It came right out of the Bible. And you know, think about this. Everyone wants peace. There's a few people that don't. The Bible says, when I'm for peace, they're for war. There's certain people out there that the Bible calls wicked who do not want peace. And they wrestle, and they, they're like the storms and the howling oceans. And they never, and they foam out their own shame, and it says they'll never find peace, and it says there is no peace, saith my God, unto the wicked. We know that. But most people are looking for peace. Most people are looking for uh, peace of mind, peace of life, 
enjoyment of life. You know, every, every marriage begins in peace. You know, they come before the, uh, the altar or the preacher and they make their vows one to another that they are going to treat one another as God says they should and that they will love one another and it begins in peace. And then they'll all go outside and I've seen this once. They release a dove. The dove of peace is released and they go off to their honeymoon and they finish the honeymoon and they get home and then the war begins. You know, the old peace lasted what? No, you really, you know, they come in the bridal march, they come and they get married and they walk out. The bridal march for a lot of marriages ought to be the fight is on. Because there's not going to be much peace. Because they're not doing it in the name of Jesus Christ. But why? You cannot have peace without Jesus Christ. You know, Noah released this dove. And when he did, he was hoping that it would, he'd get some answers, of course. But he was hoping that it would find rest ground. Boy, they'd been on the, on the high seas for about a year and a half just floating along seeing nothing but water. Actually, the, they were shut in. He had to take that, he had to actually take the window off the ark and open it for them to even see outside they'd been in there so long. And so he comes back, this dove, finds no rest, has nowhere to place her feet. She comes back and he receives her back into the ark Wait seven more days. He sends her out again. You're going to let her look. Now notice, it said first he sent out a raven. That raven went and it says it came and went as it pleased. We'll get to that in a minute. That old raven just came and went as it pleased. But the dove was looking for rest. And so the dove went out once again. This time. Comes back with that famous olive leaf in her beak. And he receives her knowing time is soon where we'll all find a place of rest on solid ground. It's coming someday, very, very soon. He waits seven more days. Sends the dove out. She never comes back. She found her place of rest. A place where she could build her nest and live. And so this dove represents peace. You know what? Man needs more than anything is peace with God and they don't even know it. The Bible says that our mind is at enmity with God. And only Jesus Christ can bring that peace back to even have a hope of a peaceful life or eternity. So the world has been judged for sin and rebellion against God. God's Spirit had grown tired of striving with man, the Bible says in Genesis 6. And so he decided to flood the earth and have Noah build this ark. And Noah built the ark. And it says only eight souls were saved by water. They all came into the ark. And God started the rains. And he destroyed the earth. Every living man, every living soul, every living animal died on the earth except those that were in the ark. He said we're having a fresh start. A fresh start with a really good family. Noah and his family said he was a righteous man, he walked with God. Well, the peace still didn't come. The peace still didn't come. They didn't settle in peace. The earth would continue to struggle. Men would continue to sin and fail. Even within Noah and his own family, sin started to show up and, and bickering and trouble within his own family members. And then just a little while later, the Tower of Babel. 
is trying to be built, where men are trying to rebel against God and build a name for humanity against Him, God broke down the, the uh, tower, sent the people out and dispersed them, and here's where the nations and languages all came, by the dispersal of God. But, you know, man, man's conscience still tainted. Still no peace. That dove still found no place to rest her feet. And so God says, I'll give you an opportunity to find rest. He gives them human government. He told Noah, he said, you can, we're going to start living by human government. Actually, honestly, before that, men did that which was right in their own eyes, apparently. God instituted human government to where man would judge man. I have to go to jury duty tomorrow. Boy, I wished I could. I've tried everything to get out of this. I can't find a way. I begged. I've got to go over in Del Rio, federal jury duty. Man is judging man. Someone will sit in judgment when there will be some jurors. I, hopefully I won't be one of those. I guess if the Lord wills it, I'll be there. But judging another man. He said, by man's life, a man will judge him for his life. Capital punishment. We understand these things. And so, but you know what? He instituted government. Government brings no peace. Actually, in this day and age, government's doing anything but give us peace. Government's taking away all of our rights and our peace. And it, they, it costs us more than ever to live under a government who claims to have peace. You know, visualizing world peace. We know how that can only come through Jesus Christ. So God says, I'm going to call me a man named Abraham. I'm going to call Abraham out of the earth of the Chaldees. We're starting afresh. The age of what we call the patriarchal age or family. We will deal with the family, finding peace within the family. And so Abraham taught his family the ways of God and the promises of blessing. And God said that all the blessings would come through Abraham and that every family on earth will be blessed because of the faith of Abraham. And the truth was passed on by families. They would tell, teach their children the way of God through the family. The covenants that God gave to Abraham and the shedding of blood for a sacrifice for forgiveness of sin and the promise of prosperity and blessing, all oh, that should bring peace. But yet it did not. It did not. Wars ensued. Wars within the families took place. Jesus even said when he came, man and uh, families were ripped apart and against one another, and a sword was brought in. Why? There's no peace. The dove has not found her place of rest. Nation rose against nation. Israel was turned into slaves, sent into bondage down in Egypt. The dove of peace and righteousness still had not found her rest. Men were restless. Ignorance prevailed. Animal sacrifice was just a temporary and unfulfilling thing. And according to the book of Hebrews, they had to keep doing sacrifices, which really never brought full forgiveness of sin. And man's conscience was defiled, and he's still at enmity against God. The problem's still there. So God calls Israel out of Egypt, takes them to Mount Sinai, says, I will give you the righteous law of God, the law. We, it... it uh, it's typified by the Ten Commandments, the moral law of God, the thou shalt and the thou shalt nots, to teach us how to live. All the ordinances, the ceremonies, the sacrifices. 
God says we'll have a theocracy. God ruling over men and through judges, prophets, and kings, God's word will be taught. Israel prospered by the law. As long as they kept the law of God, they prospered. They grew, they expanded, but still no peace. You know, when Solomon built the temple and he dedicated the temple, it says there were thousands and thousands of sacrifices made. Thousands of sacrifices made. Why? It cannot take away sin. Peace cannot be brought by animal sacrifices. The Psalms of David were saying, still not enough. You know, think about this. It's found in the book of Isaiah. There's not enough priests out there. There's not enough wood on the face of the earth to burn enough fires to sacrifice every clean animal on earth to bring full cleansing of sin for humanity. To bring the dove of peace in the hearts of men cannot be done by man himself or by this earth. Impossible. Not, no amount of good works, no amount of religion can do it. It's going to take a miracle from God. And we know what that miracle is. We read about it in Luke chapter 3. You know, in Daniel 9, 24, it says that the, the transgressions of man could not be finished. Sin could not end. Iniquity couldn't be reconciled. The conscience could not be washed. Wars and fightings would continue. You know, you think about it. By this time, that, that dove's getting pretty weary looking for a place for her feet to rest. Continuing to fly over time. Looking for the perfect place to settle down. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth looking. Yet no peace can be found. Sometimes you may see a little olive leaf with a little bit of hope that something could happen. And I've seen this in families and people's lives, but no true peace is ever found. And so the dove gets wearier every year until that day. You know, we read about this, that, that amazing day when John the Baptist is preaching the repentance. And John the Baptist is saying, there's a Lamb of God coming. God's sending the dove. God's sending the one. And here comes Jesus walking. He sees him coming. And he says, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Jesus comes up to him and says, You've been baptizing. Suffer it to be so now to fulfill all righteousness. I will be baptized alongside all these others. Why? I'm going to identify with my people. And when he came out of the water of baptism, this miraculous thing happened. Holy Spirit descended from heaven upon him like a dove. Now what's interesting about it is, we read it in Luke, it says in the bodily shape of a dove. You could see it coming down from heaven and lighting upon the precious Son of God. Basically what God is saying is the dove of peace has found her rest in him. On him, the Lord Jesus Christ, the feet landed never to wander again. You know, I, I think it's amazing. The sole of its feet. Even, even birds have soles on the bottom of their feet. And it landed on Christ. And it found its rest. And it still has rest. It's still on him now. The answer's found. 
Rest is found in Jesus Christ. So if you think about this, and Isaiah plainly says this, Isaiah 53, all the turmoils and the troubles of this world, Jesus took those and, and, and it finally rested on Him. The fightings and the fears of humanity, the needs and the cravings that everyone has and the searchings landed on Him if they just looked. The struggle over the soul of man to find His way rested on Jesus Christ. People longing for meaning, for fulfillment in this life, for salvation of their very soul on Him. You know, so the question this morning is, have you rested in Christ? Have you found the rest of peace in Jesus Christ? And what do you, by believing on Him as your own Lord and Savior. Famous verses, Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. He says, come to me. The dove landed on me. You're not getting it anywhere else. Jesus is the only means of salvation. There's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, the Bible said. The Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Messiah. He's the chosen one. He's the holy one and the promised one. And then when John the Baptist saw it, John said he bare record. I saw it with my eyes. And this is the fulfillment of all the prophecies. This dove has found her way. The question is, do you know him this morning? Do you know Jesus Christ as your own personal Savior? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And do you have peace because of him? You may know of him. But do you know him is the question at hand. You know, so many people, they say they know Christ, but they're still struggling with tumultuous lives. Families are broken and lives are ruined and they're full of confusion. Why? They did not fully rest on Christ. Because if the, if the, if the dove of peace rests in your soul which on him, you're going to have it. So first time the dove left the ark, no rest. Second time she came, she had a taste of the power. There was a little taste there. You know, that's what all that most people ever get to. They know, hey, Jesus could really bring me something special. They know. If I would just turn my life over to Him and give in and let Him rest, I could really have something. I've tasted it. You know, God's explained it to you in the Spirit. You've, been, you've, been, you've had a revelation of Him. You know Jesus is the way. And you're thinking about this. I could have it if I just let that dove rest on my soul. The Bible says in, in Hebrews 6, they, they got a good taste of the powers to come, but they didn't get it. They just got a taste. They didn't accept Him as their own Lord and Savior. I think a lot of Professing Christians, they claim something that they really don't own. They don't have the, the uh, dove of peace within their heart, and He never fully rested in them. So let me say this, before, uh, and we'll be done not too long from now, but think about this. Maybe some people are just proving they're not doves. 
Maybe some people are proving I'm the raven. You know the old black raven? Pictured by the birds of the air who don't accept the Word of God, they steal the Word of God. And they toy with the Word of God. And they work on other people's hearts and souls. And they, their, their whole purpose in life is to destroy, not to help. Remember when Noah sent that raven out. It's so interesting. Because it says the raven just came and went as he pleased. Never mentioned again. Just roaming the earth, doing whatever he wants to do. No place, no rest, no purpose. Other than... I'm going to do what I want to do. That's most people. They're going to do it till the day they die. Doves look for rest. You know, doves want continuity. The dove wants a mate. The dove wants a home. The dove wants a place of peace and rest so they can coo and grow a family and live a life of peace. That's what the dove wants. The dove wants to be in a place of belonging. Boy, the raven wants to just roam and do whatever they want and be restless until the day of death. And it says that they sleep not. You know, some people, they can't even go to sleep if they didn't sin enough during that day and hurt people. That's why there's so much wickedness on this earth. But those are the dove. If you prove yourself, hey, I want to be like him. This is, this is really interesting to me. Did you know that in Song of Solomon, it says that he has dove's eyes. You know, he, he's looking, the, the, his, uh, the woman's looking at him and saying, you have the eyes of a dove. You ever looked at the dove's eyes? They're beautiful and innocent and pure. And she says, you have dove's eyes. And after a while, he's looking at her. He says, you have dove's eyes. You're just like me. We belong together. Basically what he's saying. We belong. We are one here. My eyes are looking into your eyes and we have a connection. It's an eternal connection. That I belong to you. That's why she said. She walks away saying, I am my Lord's and he is mine. And his banner over me is love. And I know it. And I have found my place in him. She said, my love is better to me than wine. I will run after thee like I used to. See, some people, they, they run for things until they hear the truth. And then when they hear about Jesus Christ, they realize, hey, I'm not a raven. I'm a dove. I'm looking for rest. I found it in him. And I will come to him and trust him fully. You know, the question is, have you found your rest in Christ? Has peace come to your soul? Does peace reign within your family? Does the God of peace rest in your spirit? Do you know for sure you're going to go to heaven when you die because you have that peace? It's called assurance. It's called assurance. That woman, Fanny Crosby, wrote a great song on it. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. I know I have it. The peace is there. And it says in Romans 5.1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have what? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I have peace with God. I'm not in enmity with Him anymore. We have, we're on the same side. I belong unto Him. Oh, the peace is great. I have the peace of God. And then in Philippians 4, 7, 
it says that if you will trust him fully, knowing that you already have peace with him, you can have the peace of God in your life. And you can dwell and live in peace. Even when the tumultuous times do hit and troubles come, which we know they're coming, I can still have peace. And I will have peace because I'm fully stayed on thee. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. You know, peace comes from trust. I can trust you. You can trust me. Hopefully someday you'll be able to say you can't. I know we can trust the Lord. Why? Full peace. You know, let me ask you a couple of questions here and then I'll close. Do you, don't you want to say, I really love my life? I love it. You're never going to be able to say that if you don't let the dove of peace rest upon you and trust him fully and let him have charge of your life. One day you'll say, man, I really do love my life. This is great. You know, there'll be days in your life where you'll have a lot of trouble and you'll, you'll, you'll wish you didn't have that day. But overall, you'll say, I love my life. It means something because I have peace with God and I have the very peace of God and the dove of peace has found her rest in my very soul and in my heart. Not only do you want to love your life, you want to love life in general because Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, is your, where your soul, your foot is rested upon. And it's a sure foundation. He's the cornerstone, which we talked about last week. So let the Spirit of God rest upon you. Let Christ rule in your heart. And let the Prince of Peace, we all, you know, bring, Christmas is coming up. We say it's a season of peace and the, he's the Prince of Peace. According to Isaiah 9, 7, he will bring peace. He is the Prince of Peace. In us. Let it be, Lord. Let it be. If I'd asked you to close your eyes and let's talk for a minute.